<sighs> Dude, I've like I've counted these ants a hundred times and there's still more of them somehow. Yeah. I keep having the same problem. I what was the I started at like around 32? 30 I was at like 712. Oh. What have you been counting? <laughs> I don't know if they're ants. <laughs> I can't really see that well down here. I'm not sure what's I'm not going really, on. I, I feel like if we ever get out of this well, I would like to be able to study ant reproduction because this is an enigma to me. Yeah. I don't understand how they keep... I've also been eating every other one, so that might have something to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. uh, guys, guys, I don't want to interrupt. Um, oh, where I, have you can, been, dude? Mm, what's up? Well, yeah. I, well, I'm glad you noticed I was gone in this tiny well. Yeah, so well, I, that we is were one busy. Thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I could tell. Um, I, I need you guys to just squint your eyes a little bit because it is dark down here. If you could look up, you've noticed this lovely Linnea Quigley's horror workout poster hanging on the well wall, right? Of course. If by noticed you mean have we coordinated to take turns alone with it? Yes. <laughs> yes, we have. All right. Well, good. Um, thankfully, I had this in my pocket. I carry it around with me all the time with a, <laughs> just, just because. But um why don't Eric? Why don't you go ahead and just uh, why don't you peel that off the wall? Alrighty. Okay. Oh, what? Hello. Oh, what's oh, this now? What is, what is, uh, you've been a busy boy. Are I, we saved? I, I, uh, yes, we absolutely are saved. Why don't we just go ahead and crawl through this hole? Okay. And, uh, Wait a minute. Yeah. Did you? I, I think you're going to be. Did you? How did you make this? Uh, well, listen. You don't don't ask question where the dirt go <laughs> that you don't want the answer did you have a spoon in your pocket next to your poster i i have a certain set of skills oh, Rick, where did the dirt go uh another question i don't want to answer <laughs> but i'll just say that um uh my portion of the chicken hasn't been eaten yet <laughs> <laughs> all right so you want us to crawl into this yeah 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 go go get, 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 in, the, get in the hole all right get in the hole ow, 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 ow. Okay. okay all right oh. All right, and uh, keep going till you see light. Okay. All right, oof, Eric, I can. Oh, you, sorry, buddy. We all yeah. need showers. Yeah, I know we need showers. That. Yeah, I've lost count <sighs> of how many days we've been down here. Oh, I see the light. Light at the okay. end of the tunnel. Oh, ooh. keep okay. going. Keep going. All right. So the light's coming from under. What is this? It's a steel door. Push it. So push it. Push it open. <laughs> It's a door. You know how doors work. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks like it had a lock on it at one point in time. Okay. All right. Oh my God. Fellas, I would like to introduce you to Mole Man's Movie Hole. I don't know where this came from, but it has working power and it's got walls and walls full of VHS tapes uh, with a working VCR oh my God. and a TV. I, I th- you asked if we were saved, and this is saved to me. This is all I need. This is amazing. It's like a blockbuster, but unlike a blockbuster, I could see a porn section in the back. <laughs> yes, we'll need to. We'll have to have boundaries. Okay. <laughs> uh, How long have you known about this place? I just found it like two days ago. Okay, <laughs> so you might want to give that porn section a little time to breathe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a load-bearing curtain, I guess. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's no pun intended. (laughs) 
You guys know there's a uh, fridge over here stocked up with some beers? Hey, ooh. Uh, I, I'll just grab a beer. They're, the beers are cold, fresh, uh, and and they're new. They're from all over. So um, I don't know who's stocking this. Oh, yeah. Who, what is this place? This is magical. It's Mole Man's movie hole, so I guess it's got to be someone named Mole Man. I mean, the, the VHSs are dusty, but they look like they're in good shape. Yeah. And there's an old computer with the internet. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Let's let's watch a movie. Some, yeah. Let's go look around. See if, see what picks picks piques your interest. Ooh, 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 I got something, guys. Ooh, uh, check this out. Look at the cover art. <laughs> oh, okay, freaked. <laughs> freaked. You guys watch some freaked. Ooh, let's I've never do seen this. this. I'm in. Stabby, stabby. Hey, welcome back to Stabby Stabby. We're tucked away into our newly found uh, VHS store, Mole Man's. What's what's the title again? Uh, <laughs> Mole Man's Movie Hole. <laughs> Mole Man's Movie Hole. At least that's what it says on this coaster. So that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. So we're we're gonna take some of these obscure horror movies, thrillers, uh, whatever weirdo flicks we can find here and give it a watch. And we're going to have a little chat, uh, get some drinks. Uh, let's start off with that. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking. I'm drinking an IPA X. It's an India Pal Al from Ardent Craft Owls in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, nice. Citra and Mosaic Hops. It's a 7.1 percenter and it's pretty delicious. It just has a big X on a 16-ounce <laughs> can. Uh, yeah, what about you? What, what, what are you drinking out of Mole Man's selection over here? Well, I'm drinking that Negroni I made. Um, it, it is a Negroni, but instead of gin, I put a little splash of whiskey in there. Uh, and I, I love a Negroni this way. It's delicious. So I'm I'm stiff I'm, I'm stiffing I'm stiffing a cocktail. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a stiff cocktail. This is gonna be a fun night. Uh, Greg, what about you? Hey, uh, Molman gave me a little treat. Little Rebel Hill Brewing Company, nothing. Ten uh, percent Imperial Stout. Damn. Nice. So these moles get get around. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Molman's. He's trying to get us drunk. <laughs> I think he's going to be a big fan of Rebel Hill. I just have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, so Eric, you just made us sit and watch 1993's Freaked. I've never heard of this movie before today. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Have you guys seen this before? I'm assuming you have. Yeah. I've seen pieces of it, but I I don't remember sitting through the whole thing. So I was I was happy to do that finally. <laughs> oh god, this was my good side. 20th Century Fox presents Freaked. It's about friendship. I thought I told you to shut up. Loyalty. I say we kill him. Life's big questions. How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? No show business. The public does not want to see disgusting, depraved, violent Bill. And I suppose Jake and the Batman was just a fluke. It's about state-of-the-art technology. It's about Mr. T's the bearded lady. I am woman. Now like me. It's about Bobcat Goldthwait as a sock. It's the end of the world! The apocalypse! Ah! Ah! It'll make you laugh. 
It'll make you cry. <laughs> and it'll make a cold sore that you thought it healed up. Start fucking you again. Was was this like a cable movie where it was just on when your parents weren't home? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a direct to video cable movie. Um, I found it uh, using Mole Man's internet connection uh, and searching <laughs> through Reddit uh, for weirdo flicks. Um, but come to find out that it's got a little bit of a resurgence, it's resurgence at the moment. Um, and I guess some other podcasts and folks have been talking about it recently. And maybe that's why it made its way to Reddit. But it's also available on YouTube in its entirety in HD. So um, oh, anybody sure. can go out and watch it at the moment. So just a little plug for that. Well, they want to have the true VHS experience we all just shared. This is true. This is true. You know, I looked up some statistics about this movie. Don't you know? Let's hear um, Yeah, Eric, actually, I, I was talking to Greg about this earlier. So, Eric, I'm going to ask you. All right, yeah. you ready? Sure. All right. What do you think the budget for Freaks was? Oh. Or Freaked was? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I read it, dude. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's freaking 12 million, right? 11 million 11? yeah jesus and then Christ. and then how much did it make in the in the worldwide box office oh, how that, much did it that make i did not look up uh can you guess let's see let's say uh two hundred thousand. lower buddy let's say twenty nine thousand three hundred dollars <laughs> holy shit <laughs> yeah wow yeah. yeah so like a new subaru this movie on 11 million dollar budget could buy a new subaru yeah Good for I, freaked I did. I did read it. Got like in the U.S. and it made it to two theaters, and then they just dumped it to video. Uh, Fox did because it was too weird. I think they changed hands. Like whoever was responsible for it changed hands. Like whatever CEO. Crazy. So let me let me just kind of recap. 1993's Freaked, directed by Tom Stern and Alex Winter. Um, So our main character is a movie and TV star named Ricky Coogan, and he's hired to promote Zygrot 24, which is a controversial chemical in San Flan. Uh, He and his friend Ernie go, while being tailed by a fan troll named Stewie, and they meet up <laughs> the fan troll this poor small redheaded uh, child we gotta talk about <laughs> yeah. still he's amazing yeah still he's pretty great that like whole archetype of character kind of disappeared the like nerd kid that it's it's cool to beat up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's it is very nice to beat up little little redhead nerd kids yeah um i feel yeah. like Gre- greg and i were the nerds that got beaten up a lot eric you were the one dealing out the beatings uh, I, yeah no i don't think so Eric, you always told me that you were known as the wedgie master. Yeah. <laughs> Forgetting them or giving them? <laughs> Forgiving them. And, and, the, the, and, and Swirly Captain. You had a lot of nicknames for bullying kids. He told us early. I, I can't remember what episode, but he said that the nuns called him Big Dick Daddy. <laughs> so I just assumed he was the cool kid. Yeah. yeah. They were begging me yeah. for wedgies. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Uh, ridiculous. All right, Man. Look, yeah. Greg, continue with the Sorry. plot, please. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. <laughs> um, yeah, so so uh, Ricky and Ernie, they, uh, they're in San Flan, and they meet up with uh, an EES protester named Julie. Now, EES is the people that make the uh, the chemicals, Zygarot 24. They which make everything. <laughs> everything except shoes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which is what EES stands for. Um, so Ricky, Ernie, and Julie end up at a freak show. Uh, and while they're there, very quickly get turned into freaks by the uh, 
freak show owner Elijah Skuggs. Yeah, baby. Uh, and he, he uses Zygrat 24 to do it. Um, Ricky then ends up meeting all the other freaks, and he's got a hard time being one of them. But Stewie and Richie, they have a telepathic bond together for some reason, and Stewie learns where Ricky is. So the whole movie, basically, he's trying to get someone to rescue Ricky, and he ends up getting kidnapped by EES. He gets put in, like, ghost jail, right? Stewie. He saw Stewie, like, hovering in the air as, like, a blue ghost. Yeah, and, I think that's just their telepathic connection, which is strange. But yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then after he gets caught, he they still had the telepathic connection. But when he appears, you can like see there's bars around him and like a chicken and like a little bowl on the ground, I guess, full of food. Like he's somebody's uh, pet now or something like that. Interesting. So, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't connect that they had a telepathic connection. I thought he was being haunted. <laughs> So <laughs> no, the the cow the cowboy yeah, and the cow yeah the cowboy's it. like you yeah. guys have a, you guys are soulmates oh man all right yeah I missed it I must have blocked it out hey that happens yeah um yeah so so after that we we kind of learn what Scruggs's main goal is and it's t- to turn Ricky into a full killing machine monster to kill all the other freaks um to basically like start over with new freaks and make a bigger freak show um and he's working with ees to get the zygrot 24 so after the freaks try to break out and create a serum to to turn like ricky into a good super freak um they're they're stopped at one point by jamaican rasta eyeball monsters which was amazing (laughs) favorite like my favorite thing in the whole thing yeah the whole movie but but ultimately, EES betrays Skugs, and Stewie turns into a, a giant nice monster because he accidentally gets the the good goo on him. Ends up fighting Ricky, who is a uh, you know got turned into the evil giant monster. Uh, but ultimately, Ricky and Stewie they get along because they are soulmates, and they end up defeating Scruggs, and all the freaks turn back to normal because the antidote was in macaroons that they stole earlier. Uh, except, <laughs> except for the worm. <laughs> except for the human worm, because he doesn't like uh, macaroons, and yeah. Stewie, is, Stewie is still a giant monster as well because he wasn't there when yeah. they stole the macaroons. So yeah. Yeah. That, that is freaked kind of in a nutshell. Yeah. Well done. Well, very well done. Yeah. Uh, we should we should mention, if you don't know, the director, actor, Alex Winter is Bill S. Preston Esquire from uh, Bill and Ted's uh, series. Oh, man. He's so good. He's great. And he's in The Lost Boys. And But yeah, co-director and starring and writer. Guys, I'm going to hand in my movie nerd card because I've never seen Bill and Ted and I've never seen Lost Boys. Huh. Um, yeah. I'm this actually OK with you not seeing Lost Boys. OK. Um, but it is sad you have to leave the show. Oh, man. Because of Bill <laughs> because and Ted. Of Bill and Ted. Uh, I mean, but also, if you've never watched Lost Boys, then you've never seen the sexy sax guy, which is kind, that of, is a, true. kind of a shame. He's like a, um, a, a horror con like staple now. Just walks around with the shirt off. And like chains. Uh, he performed at the yeah. Mahoning Drive-In recently. No, I've never seen him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's really milking that for all he can. Hey, if it works, <laughs> if it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. Yeah, and the fact he can still take his shirt off is got to be impressive. You know, I gave that up years ago. Like that, this is, <laughs> we're talking like the eighties, right? Eighty-seven yeah. or something yep. for Lost Boys. Um. 
Oh, the other thing I was just going to mention is like super quick. Uh, we could talk about everything else. You know, I, I got some other facts I want to factoids I want to share. But the one thing I thought was interesting was that it was originally conceived as a low budget horror film for the butthole surfers. Uh, <laughs> so this the other guy, Tom, um, actually ended up directing a butthole surfers movie in like last year. Um, and their music's all over this. And uh, Gibby Haynes is like a cameo in it and all. So there's definitely like a butthole surfer connection. But I, uh, I would love to see what that would have looked like. Like, because this is PG-13. It's like, you know, it's black comedy. But if it was a true horror mil- movie um, with the bands, like, I'm just really curious, like, what the script difference would have been, you know. Uh, anyway. Wait, do you think, like, the same premise, but imagined as a straight-up horror? Right, and an R rating. It yeah. would have been something like... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting this into the universe, but uh, the first thing that popped in my mind was like a human centipede scenario where there's like an evil scientist that's turning people into freaks. He keeps them in cages. Like it, it kind of vibes with that. Just without yeah. the, f- yeah. you can even keep the freak show thing. Like if in human centipede, he had been selling tickets for the public to come and watch these people eat shit. Like, like you know, <laughs> what I'm well, saying I'm- is freaked is two steps away from human centipede. <laughs> and, and like to me, it's it's like one step away from the island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or was the one movie that we did with the um, Beach Jesus? Um, uh, horrors and malformed men. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Something like that. This didn't have a guy with giant balls, though. No, and it didn't have that that long <laughs> massage scene. I, I, I don't know why that's the scene I remember for that movie the most. No, what I loved about this movie, I, I, one, this was a delight. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for bringing this to my yeah. attention. Um, I loved all the prosthetics in this movie. Yep. Like I, there's any, a reason for that. Oh, really? It, is oh, it, yeah. Is it Screaming Mad George? Oh, you know it. Yeah, oh, baby. my God. I had no idea. That's awesome. It was. It is Yuzna Goopy. It, it totally is. is. Or Yuzna, however you pronounce. We're really bad at pronouncing names on this podcast. All the 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 like his hands just shooting green like Nickelodeon goo out of it in his face. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. Any movie that takes their lead protagonist and puts prosthetics on their face that makes it so they can't emote or move their <laughs> mouth. I'm a fan. I'm yeah. in. They had to have overdubbed his voice, right? Like he couldn't even. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah. He, he was dripping drool out of his mouth. Like yeah. I feel like the actor like couldn't swallow his own spit anytime yeah. he was on camera. Yeah, that's that. That's actual. That's truth. Like they, that wasn't intended. Yeah, he just was drooling the whole time because he couldn't close his mouth. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. No, no the, the, William the, Sadler the, worked for his money in this in this movie. That did not look comfortable. That nah, was Alex Winter. Was it Alex Winter? I'm sorry. Well, you know what, <laughs> William Sadler? I love you too. That's fine. Yeah. Now nah, he played the EES like CEO, William Sadler. Oh, never mind. I don't love you. <laughs> oh, he also played Death. Uh, he played the Grim Reaper in the Bill and Ted uh, Bogus nice. Journey. Yeah. So, and we get a little uh, Keanu. We get the boys are reunited. Yeah. Uncredited Keanu Reeves as uh, the dog boy. So cool. Wait, that was Keanu Reeves? <laughs> yeah. yeah, or it's the dog boy. <laughs> huh. Interesting. I wonder what the uncredited was all about. Like, was he embarrassed or was he like, I just don't want people to like, like know that I, I was yeah. in it. I just, or I just I, want it to be a mystery or, you know. I, I th- my guess would be that like, 
he didn't want it to be like it's a Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, like this right, was Alex right. Winter's movie. Yeah, you like know, he's helping his buddy out. Yeah, I like that, and idea it was probably just it. fun as hell to do. You know, so many good people in this. Randy Quaid. Oh, uh, Morgan Fairchild was the stewardess on the plane. I don't know oh, if you yeah. got that. Yeah. I am. Brooke Shields was the TV show host. <laughs> yeah, who has like a great turn at the end. Yeah. Like our, our, our short summary doesn't do this movie justice. Like, yes, there is no plot to this movie, but there's such fun little scenes. Like they milk a cow. With, his name is Cowboy, <laughs> but like he's just a human, like an anthropomorphized uh cow he's a cow wearing the cowboy yeah but, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but he talks it's, like a cowboy yeah yeah, yeah. And, but they milk him at one point yeah. and that's hilarious and like there's <laughs> a guy that just farts fire constantly like <laughs> the the human eternal flame yeah yeah his butt's just always blasting and he has like a crash helmet on or something or like a pilot's helmet so like there was a lot of like creatures in this movie like what were your what was what's your favorite of the creatures i really like sock man because he has <laughs> yeah. that whole arc where it's revealed like it, it's a it's like a it's the classic sock puppet for a head yeah and then halfway through the movie there's a reveal where somebody pulls the sock off and he actually has a hand for it yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. so funny yeah. Uh, yeah voiced by bobcat goldthwaite uh, hell yeah that's yeah. awesome he's great at it also, want to give props for Bobcat Goldthwait's Misfits and Monsters, uh, which is freaking awesome. If you haven't seen it, yeah, I never watched it. It's a show, right? Yeah, it's a TV series. Yeah. You can, it's like it was True TV. I actually, think you can watch it on their website for free uh, if you search it. But it's really well done. Uh, yeah, we have Mister T as the bearded lady. <laughs> yep. Oh, I actually really like his arc. That was fun. Well, well hold on. We'll get we'll get there. So, okay. Eric, what, who's your favorite? um creature well, uh, um my favorite creature i like the worm i liked how he looked i liked that he was like yeah. nerdy i liked him yeah i think i like the worm the best yeah how about you and the fact that he chooses not to transform back at the end just because he, he just doesn't like macaroons he's like <laughs> oh, i'm good it's hilarious <laughs> i'll stay a worm uh i like the nose they didn't use the nose a lot but it was just a guy whose head was just a giant nose. And when he was on the freak show stage they're you know, they're supposed to be doing a, like a, it's like a talent show, you know? Yeah. Um, he was, he was just wearing a gorilla costume. He hadn't had nothing to do with his nose. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Have you, had you, have you guys ever gone to a freak show? Uh, no, not in any serious way. I've been to like, uh, conventions where there have been like, quote unquote freak shows but when you go in there it's actually just like a lot of jarred specimens and that's it yeah, Not, yeah. nothing like nothing nothing real freaky one of like our our local fairs had a a freak show so back in high school my friends and i went in and yeah it's a lot of like jarred stuff or like reproductions the only real thing they had was this big fat guy sitting in a chair by the exit door <laughs> it was so uncomfortable no he he was he was like the fat guy i don't remember like what his his like name was but he was wearing like uh like a caveman little outfit like he was basically beast boy in this um but he was just a big fat guy and it's just like well i don't want to i don't want to make him uncomfortable (laughs) and look at him like but yeah, it was so weird. Do you think when they hired him, they told him, yeah, you're the bouncer. You're the guy that's going to make sure nobody touches the jars of, you know, 
conjoined fetuses or whatever they have in those things. But then when he arrived on the day of work, they're like, this is your uniform. <laughs> sit under <laughs> sit under this sign. Just keep an eye on the jars. Uh, I think he was reading a magazine. <laughs> like this, It was so awkward. And I was like, son of a bitch. I spent 10 bucks on this or whatever. Was it like Gra- men's health? Grab her by the hair <laughs> monthly. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was weird. So I'll probably never go to a freak show again. I tried to go to one. I I went to a a, a New York trip with Bill, and we were gonna go see. We saw a Basquiat exhibit, and we had time to kill. We were like, let's go to Coney Island and see if we can get hot dogs and go to a freak show. We got hot dogs from Nathan's, but the freak show, which was there, but it was it was closed down at the time or not open. So I never got to Aww. go to the Coney Island one. But I did see like. I think it was before a Jane's Addiction show or something. They had like, you guys know what Jim Rose Circus is? No, never heard of it. Nope. Uh, it's just like, it's kind of like a freak show, like people putting giant nails down their nose and like swallowing sharp objects and like juggling chainsaws and like lifting bricks off of like chains that are attached to their nipples and their balls and stuff. You know, it's like, uh, does that make sense? <laughs> No, that's all that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to imagine a chain hanging from my balls, and I don't, I don't like that feeling. Mm. Uh, there was like an opening act that was like half freak show ish for like one of the shows okay. we went to. Yeah, that sounds that's a good way to pump up a crowd for a concert. Just get yeah. all the men in the room to squeeze their knees together while they're watching somebody's <laughs> testes stretch to the floor. Look at my balls, everyone! <laughs> yeah, that'll get me excited for a Jane's Addiction show. <laughs> um no yeah. it reminds me of like the the have you ever been to the uh Mütter museum in yes. philly yeah yeah place is great i love it it's so good actually they're read i know it's shut down right now because they're redoing all the exhibits to make it less like a freak show which i kind of respect no. thank you oh, uh, yeah i think they're gonna they're gonna, it because I, I mean i've been there like eight or nine times and it is like check out this 10-headed fetus whoa and it, yeah it's awesome but I think now it's going to be like, what's the history of the ten-headed fetus? What was their family like? Which you know, I'll, I'll be interested in learning about that too. Yeah, I like the uh, the soap lady. That's in in, the, in that museum. It's just a giant fat lady that just when she decayed, she was so fat, like her the lard in her, her body was rendered. like like rendered. Yeah, and you can still yeah. see the, like the outline of her body. It's like in a glass case. It's crazy. I remember that. Yeah. There are a couple of spots in that that like I love looking at them, but they also make me like a little nauseous. And that's one of them. Well, yeah, because it's like this is a person. I mean, I know yeah. there's skeletons and there's like fetish, but I don't know. There's something about the soap lady that's really disturbing. And they have these little drawers that you can open up that's shows things that people choked on that they pulled yes, out of their throats. Yes, all things people swallowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, too. And sometimes they're like like d- d- foot long nails, like crazy shit. Yeah, anyway, maybe we've all been to freak shows in one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never been to the Mutter. I'll do it, dude. You gotta go. I, I know, yeah. I'd it's like good. to. I, I did go to... Um, it's a good date night. I, I, yeah, I went to um, Body World. Or, oh, was that yeah. Was oh, seriously, I've yeah. always wanted to go. Or something. Yeah, that was awesome. Was that at the Frank, Franklin Institute, or was it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to that, dude. That's crazy. So it is cool to see weird things, but don't tell me just a fat guy on a chair. I should be impressed by. I can see that just looking in the mirror. Thank you very much. 
Uh, um, you mentioned the like sp- speaking of prosthetics and incredible like makeup and like creature effects and stuff. Can we talk about those Rastafarian eyeballs? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, man. So in the in the middle of this like freak village that they stumble on, there's this gigantic like paper mache looking swiveling head. That's I, I think it's supposed to imply that it's keeping watch over everything. But there's nothing that implies that like there's no cameras or indication of cameras or anything. Everybody's just like made intimidated by these giant eyes looking at them. And what is it? It's like this movie's not long. It's like an hour and 25 minutes long or something like that. Uh, yeah. It's probably like what? Like the hour mark or 50 minute mark that it's revealed what's going on in this head. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're trying to like break out of the thing and all of a sudden like they, they see the eyes looking around. They're trying to avoid being seen by the eyes for some reason. And then they look back. The head's eye sockets are empty. And then out of the blue, we see these twin eyeballs with, <laughs> I guess, the like what the, the like the cord that's attached to an eyeball was kind of styled to look like dreads. And they had the like the little green hats on with their <laughs> little like high pitched Rasta voices and machine guns for no reason. They had little arms and legs and machine guns. Good work, I and I. Send the beast boy to my uh, den. Oh, the one guy to join in one hand and a machine gun in the other hand. <laughs> I didn't notice that. What? And their and their mouths were like the irises in their eyeballs, and they would yeah. move up and awesome. down. I don't know how they did that effect, but I loved it. Man, it was like all goopy and like. Uh, yeah, so cool, and they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to get high with them. Do you think when they get like real blitzed that they turn red, like the whole eyeball? <laughs> oh, that's what they should have done. Yeah, glazes over has like a lot of yeah. <laughs> they're hilarious. They're cute little voices. They're little Rasta voices. Oh, so good. Totally convincing. Awesome puppeteer work. Like really imaginative. I'm kind of surprised this didn't do that well at the box office because it was really fun to watch. It was a blast. Like the the pupils like moving as their mouth was so impressive. Like that'd be hundred percent CG nowadays. Like I don't know how that worked. Neither do I. It looked like like the inside of like a I don't know. I was gonna say a magic eight ball, but that's not right. It was more like well, kind of yeah, like like pudding or something. But it was like yeah. It was, it moved when they talked and it was like perfect. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And they were like disgustingly adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I did see that they made like resin figures of these because they were going to market the movie. Get a $12 million budget there or 11 or whatever. They were going to market it and they had like an early run of toys and you can find them on eBay. Um, I just looked them up because I was curious and just one figure is like 200 bucks. But, but they have like the two the the guy and the girl that are conjoined they have the cowboy they have everybody and they're all hmm. like individually packed and then i think there was like six collected for like two grand or something they were expensive wow uh, but they're out there if there's any like super freaked fans <laughs> any super freaked freaks out there <laughs> something something that i really liked about this movie and its tone was 
this is going to sound like it's a bad thing. I'm, and maybe it is, but I don't know. I really enjoyed it. This is like the meanest comedy that I've seen in a long time. And there's something about that, like cruelty, like the humor. There were so many punchlines that were just the conjoined twins beating each other. That was delightful. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. I don't know. Did this feel cruel to you? Yeah. But but still yeah. kind of work. I think it was like a 90s thing. It was like, yeah, like Ren and Stimpy, like ish, or like, uh, I don't know, like weird, cruel stuff was like okay, popular. Like yeah. MTV had a bunch of shows, like weird stuff, like liquid television. And this, that is exactly what this felt like. Yeah. Liquid yeah, television. Yeah. Like it, it felt like a 90s MTV show. The acting was like completely over the top. It didn't look good, but it looked great. Like it it's really hard to pin down really what this movie I don't I don't even know what this movie's supposed to be. Like <laughs> it's such a weird movie and like there's nothing to it. It just felt like um hey, we have some money. Let's do something completely like stupid and ridiculous. We have um, some money and screaming mad George. We'd be foolish if we didn't try. Yeah, we're going to put Mr. T in a dress. Like, <laughs> and it works. Man, his his it, like origin intro, like a couple of them had little um they they talk about their origin of how they became a freak um and it it, it flashed back and his was so funny cuz he's like this big bearded guy and like <laughs> pl- like flannel and jeans and he walks up to Elijah Scruggs and uh he talks to him you don't hear him but uh you hear Scruggs say something like yeah, you'd probably be happy if you didn't have a dick. <laughs> and they just hug. Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that it was really funny. Mr. T's talent show, the bearded ladies talent show part was the best talent show one. It might like that was the one that I was laughing. <laughs> like because it, it was like genuinely like kind of heartwarming and nice. Mr. Yeah. T doesn't yeah. hand but like I feel like it's like clearly like a trans character in this. Like a problematic of course that they're portrayed as a freak, but for the 90s for them to not make the trans character like goofy and cartoonish but actually like have a soul and be kind and like care about the people around them and maybe be like the most normal human person in this entire movie i don't know i kind of i kind of dug it it actually kind of worked for me yeah Yeah. although by by the end the the i guess the transness is cured along with the other like bizarre like Uh, they they juxtapose the transness against like bizarre like growths and moles and puss and stuff like that so that that's 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 a problematic yeah Yeah, that that doesn't wait i'm just saying for the time movies are a time machine we're allowed to look back yeah but the bearded lady is like a classic freak show yeah Yeah. you know tale as old as time of course (laughs) i think it's in the bible as old as time But uh, also the the music in this movie was great. Like I, I guess I am, I, you know, I was born in '83, but I'm a '90s baby, and '90s like grunge and alt rock just hits me so good. And, <laughs> it like, gets your feels. Yeah, every song in this movie, like the intro song uh, by Blind Idiot God, oh man, was like so good. Yeah, I think that was with uh, like Henry Rollins too. And I don't even like Henry Rollins, but I love that song. That animation for that opening sequence was it's all like claymation, and it's yeah. great. Incredible! I actually rewound it and watched it a second time, dude. 
It, I don't, it reminded me of like some Ralph Steadman, like bizarre, yeah. like trippy, vibrating, like a mushroom trip. But ugh, it, it's, yeah, it's amazing. That also feels like of its time, but it holds up. It just looks great. It does. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah. So Henry Rollins, Blind Idiot God, Butthole Surfers, and then the credit song is Parliament, like Parliament Funkadelic, and it's like custom made for the movie. It's called like something hideous freaks and it's so good yeah the soundtrack's Wait. amazing was that who it was by parliament yeah it's like oh, a funk song. All right. Yeah. I thought it was a- Axiom Funk. Oh, really? That's what came up when I Shazammed it. Oh, I could be wrong. Hideous Mutant Freaks. Oh, it's a parliament? And it says, I mean, Shazam brought it up as Axiom Funk. Oh, all So right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I who to wrong. believe. I could be wrong. You know what? I'll believe Eric over Shazam. No, well, no, you're you're no. believing the Mole Man's Shazam, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of filters he's got on the internet around I, here. I could look it up, but I don't feel like it. Um, did you see when they were doing like all the freaks origins? They, there was like a hammer on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they flashed to like a hardware store and the hammer originated as like a wrench or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, that's really weird. And I don't know if it's that funny, but later on they had that milkman scene where they were all dressed as milkmen and they were trying to escape. And Mr. T had the hammer in his hand. And it had a little milkman outfit. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. And, That's and it, great. And its hand, it had like little hands on the side that were carrying like a little six pack of like milk. It was That's hilarious. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. My favorite gag was when they were on the plane. Like it's so it, the protagonist is this like stuck up celebrity who used to be like a child actor on a a family sitcom or whatever he's on the plane and he's being harassed by that little nerdy kid his troll fan and to get away from the troll fan uh, they kick in the door to the bathroom and there's like a lady on the toilet (laughs) and they're like shut up shut up and they like jam themselves in there and uh, the lady's like screaming to get out the little kid gets stuck in the door and then the little kid starts being like are you really gonna support this like multinational <laughs> conglomerate like I believed in you and you're doing this thing and the guys start crying and then the camera pulls down and the lady on the toilet is crying and the, <laughs> the protagonist like offers her some toilet paper and she dabs her eyes I don't know why but I was like yeah I was crying too I was laughing it was really funny I, I definitely think this movie benefits from multiple watches so much is happening yeah it's, every it's every frame quick. every frame yeah it's really quick and like jokes that don't land it's like that's okay i'll just wait a second something to land yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah there's another joke coming don't worry um it's got like weird yeah. al yankovich energy something something about it yeah 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 it's like uhf ish or something totally know? yeah uh, and, and there's a commercial break at one point for machismo, which is cheese in a can. <laughs> oh, dude, I like retched in my mouth. Yeah, like real men drink cheese or whatever. And then a fist comes in and squeezes the can and just like yeah. nacho cheese sprays everywhere. Like as soon as that commercial came on uh, during my second watch, I was like, I remember something like this from college. And that's what I texted. I texted you guys a YouTube video for um, uh, what the hell was it called? Um, 
and neither of you replied to it, so oh, I assume you I, didn't I don't watch. Think I watched it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Um, I saw it. I don't think I, I saw yeah, this. It was. It was these. It's uh, from College Humor. So this was back in like. 2002 i think but it was called power thirst and it was like um it's just this guy screaming like like power thirst is all the energy and it that was just like machismo was was straight up like yes this that's exactly what this is um so yeah that that was really happy for the, the cheese commercial and it was also also reminded me of like the cheddar goblin from mandy yeah where, oh, like yeah. there's yeah. just this weird commercial in the movie and i love that they're like reinforcing like the surrealism you're, yeah. you're not really watching a movie or yeah we're aware that you're watching a movie that's also yeah. like yeah very red and snippy like log and like don't oh my whiz, god don't I, on the electric <laughs> fence and like it was- i still sing log like to this day <laughs> amazing um the one yeah. thing i wanted to mention is the cowboy is john hawks yeah yeah which is just great awesome and we've talked about uh me you and everyone we know multiple times on the show probably but uh which is the you know poop back and forth in my butt forever uh, <laughs> movie but he's in that it's like uh so yeah well i think the first time i recognized john hawks was i think justified was he in justified he was in deadwood um he may have been in Justified. I really don't know, but he was definitely in like Deadwood as a pretty big character. Yeah, maybe it was Deadwood. It was a Western. Greg. Yeah. How would you stab this movie? Uh, how many times did you stab this? This movie is absolutely up my alley, but it suffers for one reason. No boobs. Got no, got no nudity in this movie. <laughs> uh, you got cow waters. That doesn't count in my book. Um, uh, I'm going to give this eight stabs. It's it's nonsensical and ridiculous, which I think also kind of hurts it. Um, and it does feel like a like a TV show opposed to a movie. It just huh. has that like energy. But it's so funny. The the special effects, like the makeup effects are f- absolutely phenomenal. Like they it, I, I think like practical effects number one the thing number two freaked like, this was so good um so yeah i i had a blast watching this movie um i don't think i would have ever thought of to bring it to the show so i'm glad eric did uh this is a big it's a big winner boys nice. um but uh yeah so so eight steps for me um how about you dan um I'm, I'm really close to you i wrote down 7.5 after i finished it so i'm gonna stick with it 7.5 i also really enjoyed it super funny there are elements of it that have not aged well at all but movies are a time machine we're allowed to watch them it's fine um i really enjoyed it it's it's 80 uh, percent of the jokes landed for me and there's so many jokes in this that you don't even notice the 20 that didn't so just on that alone loved it the special effects are great loved how squishy and goopy it was um maybe they could have i know it's already only like an hour and 20 minutes long or whatever i could have done with it being an hour long <laughs> like it yeah maybe this could have been even better as like a made for tv movie but uh yeah i really enjoyed it thanks for bringing this to us eric so 7.5 what do you think dude uh i gave it an eight too yeah i gave it an eight um i think they self-described it as like a mad magazine inspired or like Monty Python inspired, which I can definitely see. Um, but it's got that nineties gross out vomit <laughs> juvenile humor, which I love. Um, 
and uh it felt like uh it felt like outsider art or something like someone gives yeah. you 12 million dollars just like with you and your buddies to do some kind of insane like wow amazing that shit would never happen like not not with like you know blumhouse is like here make this for the budget of you know a pack of cigarettes uh like it's just unheard of it would never that's 250 dollars now so <laughs> yeah well that's true yeah i mean it would just would never happen nowadays so I, I love saying it the music's awesome effects are great yeah all the reason you guys mentioned uh a for me i was happy to check it out and it needs it really needs some love like someone needs to give this a 4k yes tre- treatment it like yeah i, I- I think it's a rights issue. Is it owned by Disney? Like so I had read it was in the Disney vault or something. I don't know if that's accurate. Oh. Um, but apparently like anchor Bay put out a two disc DVD that had a bunch of extras, including like two short films by the directors and like commentary and everything. And then it just is unavailable. And then there was a bare bones blue that immediately sold out. It's out of print. Um, I don't know what's going on with it, but man, it needs, it needs a 4k like, in a bad way so seriously yeah but uh eight for me yeah it needs a 4k the way i need a phone charger i know we've been down here for ages <laughs> wait are, the, are there any outlets around here do you guys have like a charging brick i don't because <sighs> i don't know we, we've been drinking a lot of beer i'm like thirsty <laughs> like i need some water hmm. i uh um, i wasted my entire phone battery watching the new wonka movie <laughs> i don't know if you guys saw that um i yeah i i saw it before we fell in the well same oh really oh you guys want to talk about wonka let's <laughs> why not let's walk it up <laughs> i've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft you see i'm something of a magician inventor and chocolate maker so quiet up and listen down nope scratch that reverse it Mr. Wonker, I can see you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we going to do, Willie? Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I I heard that this movie was like um I don't I don't I didn't look up how much it made. Hold on, let me look how much this made in the box office. What did this make? What has this made? Probably a little more than Freaked. All right, so this cost one hundred and twenty five million dollars to make. So approximately ten Freaked's budget. Holy crap! Um, and it has. Can you, anybody guess what this has grossed worldwide so far? Maybe like four fifty. Four fifty. Yeah. I could, more, I uh, more than half a billion dollars. It's made five hundred and fifty-three thousand in uh, worldwide. So, uh, shit, it's doing quite well for itself. And I don't know, like I, I really do love the first like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. I hate the Johnny Depp movies; they don't exist. But the first Charlie and the Chocolate, like that, the music in that is timeless, and I've always really enjoyed it. So I thought on like a lazy Sunday afternoon, I mean, in this well. Let's check out. Let's check out Wonka. Let's see what this is all about. And uh, you know what? I didn't hate it. I'm with you. I, I, I kind of liked it. Okay. Um. I mean, you know me. I I like 
stupid. I like gore. I like nudity. <laughs> well, you're gonna love uh, this movie. When a Quigley. <laughs> so it may surprise you that I kind of loved it. <laughs> I kind of loved Wonka. Um, oh, really? Like we're in agreement. Really fun. Yeah, it was. A, it was a cool movie. It was. Uh, I thought it was going to be absolute trash. By Me the too. way, same, I, same, same. Yeah, didn't. There was no reason to make this movie, but um, it was charming. I think, I think it's something to do with like. So wait, wait, I'm trying to think of how we can. I guess a little bit of background. So the movie starts with the, the biggest gamble in the universe. I like. Do you guys like Timothy Chalamet? I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. I don't too. care. I was, yeah. I was actually like, he's never going to be able to pull this off. Same. I like him, and I thought this was a terrible casting decision. Mm-hmm. But so we start with Timothy Chalamet arriving in this. I don't know, Parisian, French, Italian, something European (laughs) country. We don't really know what it is. And he's setting off to start his chocolate empire, having, I guess, lost. He lost both of his parents. He wants to do his mother proud. But the town is run by a... Uh, I don't know what you would call it, like a chocolate mafia, something like that. Like there are these three main chocolatiers that have banded together. They own the police and no other chocolate makers can get a foot in because these three people like run the space. I guess this country runs on chocolate. It's Switzerland. Sounds like a perfect place. (laughs) Yeah. So the movie follows him and this like band of outcasts who are trying to pay off debts that they've accrued, unfair debts, and sell chocolate to the world using Wonka's I guess bottomless suitcase of ingredients and paraphernalia. Yeah, I didn't understand that, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's magical or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I went in really skeptical. I th- I was just going to throw it. In the, this is kind of like Rebel Moon for me. I was going to throw it on in the background and you know play it, ignoring it. You know, just to know what the fuss was about. But by the end of the movie, I was I was caught up. I was watching it. I was tapping my feet to the music. The music was really fun and good. I liked it. I really liked the end. It had like this sweet little sort of unexpected ending that was more about like the girl's relationship with her mom than like yeah. Uh, than getting a chocolate factory, you know, as a reward. I saw it with the family over the holiday. We like saw it in the theater. So it's been quite some time since I actually, you know, saw it. But I do remember being pleasantly surprised and being like, this is kind of fun. I like the Oopa Loopa stuff. I was like, I want to see a little orange guy sneak into the room and like mess with them <laughs> all the time. And like, I like their little interactions and he was kind of shitty to them. And, uh, <laughs> I read a letterbox review that was all it said was it said me and my friends would have beat that Oompa Loompa with a hammer. <laughs> That's, all, <laughs> That's all it said. And I was like, yeah, I can understand that. He's kind of, yeah, a me dick. too. It's kind of a dick, you know, but he has everybody in this movie has their reasons. Everybody has their reasons. Yeah. I think for me, the saving grace the, the music isn't as good as the originals, yada, 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 whatever. It's a modern musical. It's fine. Yeah. Um, for me, the saving grace was putting aside, like, uh, Timothy Chalamet surprised me. He was way more charming and like flamboyant in this role than I thought he could pull off. Um, the, all, everybody else on screen, all the, how many, I think they had like every character actor from like the UK and Canada in this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all those side characters, like the cop that gets progressively fatter throughout the film, or uh, Mr. Bean, I can't remember his name right now, plays 
an, a priest that's fucking hysterical in every scene that he's in. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson. Yes, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was all, all the, like, B characters. I think that's what won me over. All the all the side characters. Yeah, wasn't the cop, uh, what's his name? Keegan-Michael uh, Key. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. See, I, I like the music. Yes, like, it's not as good as the original. Um. But I thought the songs fit this movie and it's like mood and vibe really well. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if I'd ever list like I'm not going to listen to the soundtrack, but I dug it. I thought it was fun. Um, and when they brought back the, the, the main song, the, you know, the imagination song or whatever it's called from the, the original at the end of the movie, I was like, it fits really. It earned it. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it didn't feel jammed in there for like nostalgia or to be like, hey, this this fits in with the other one. It felt right uh, with with the way they used it. So that was good. Wow, I'm surprised we're uh-huh. not we're not jaded a hole horror fans where we can't enjoy <laughs> Wonka. Wasn't it? Welcome like the, to Stabby Stabby. We all love Wonka. We love Wonka. <laughs> Just deal, deal with it. <laughs> Metal Chocolate Boys. Wasn't a wasn't it like the Paddington director? That, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah. I, Paul King. I've never, I've never watched a Paddington movie. Uh, Paddington one so. is incredible. I've not seen Paddington two. I need to see it. Everyone says the second one's even better. I so. know. Well, Paddington one, it made me so happy, I cried. And then I, th- I think any movie that does that to me, I'm, I'm like scared to go into two. I don't. I, is it weird? This is my trauma. I get uncomfortable when I'm too happy. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it sounds like you're a. You're a middle class white American. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about it. I must be damaging somebody if I'm this happy. I should stop. Yeah. The dark hole inside me is filling up with light. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's too much. I gotta read some David Faster Wallace. My, my dad was like, ah, oh, I, I watched Wonka. I, I, I want to talk about that uh on the on the episode. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure I feel like watching this yet. So I put it on and maybe watch like the first hour and um just like like Avatar two, I was like, I'll just check it out, see how it looks, see if it, it's okay. Then I just watched the whole damn thing in one sitting, and uh, I mean, it's only a two hour movie. I theoretically should be able to do that, but ooh, I got, I got, <laughs> I got ants in my pants. I can't sit still, but I did it. Um, we well, didn't sit still because yeah. your feet were tapping. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's immediately from the first song, I was like, God damn it. I'm gonna like this. <laughs> Just mad at mad at the movie. <laughs> Fuck oh, you for making st- me happy. God damn you it, handsome you handsome bitch, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I did see I did see a lot of twink stuff on the uh, letterbox review. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah. that's um, that seedy underbelly <laughs> on the letterbox. <laughs> I, I still prefer the Gene Wilder like move. Like there's nothing that beats like. A, de- a demented boat ride with chickens getting their heads cut off and worms yeah. and him sending children to their death for being spoiled brats. Like, I, yeah, you're, you're not going to beat that. But, you know, that's actually one thing that I thought of while I was watching the movie where, like, this one was, like, charming and cute and sweet. It doesn't have that, like, horror underbelly yeah. that the original had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like this could have used that, actually. Um Though at, at towards the end, like I get spoilers now, but towards the end, the the girl and Willy Wonka are drowning in a sewer full of 
chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, watered down and, chocolate. And it's just, yeah. yeah, and you know they're not going to die. Like, obviously, he can't die. He's in the, he's in a movie in the future. Um, well, I guess when he's older, but it's, yeah. He, regardless, like, you know he's not going to die. He's not going to die. Like, he's in a movie shit. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He grows up and he's a, yeah, this is a prequel Dan. Um, but like, if, if you're a little kid, you, you might be like, holy shit. Like they really push that part. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, dude, I had the same note at that, that section. Cause I think, I think when that threat of death was happening, I realized that we hadn't seen any other real threats of death. Maybe the poisoning sequence, but the poisoning was just making people grow hair. So it wasn't yeah. like sinister or scary really. Um, yeah. I t- I completely agree with you. Also, like just the way Gene Wilder plays Willy Wonka is sinister. Like he's yeah. charming yeah. and yeah. playful and sinister all at the same time, which is like the magic of that character. Whereas Timothy Chalamet, maybe you can make the case that like the sinisterness would come with age that he would be get he would get more jaded as he gets older. But here he's he's just charming and happy all the time. So how how, how many times did you guys stab Wonka? What do you think? I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm going to stab it the same amount as Freaked. I was rated that 7.5. I really enjoyed it. I don't think it was a brilliant, perfect movie, but I was shocked by how much I liked it. So, yeah, I would recommend Wonka. Uh, Eric, what do you think? I give it a 7. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I, I, I was going in being like, nothing's ever going to beat Gene Wilder, and then I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I, I really liked the uh, Oompa Loompa stuff a lot. Uh, I don't know why. I just thought it was funny. Um, you just like hot Oompa Loompa. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. He, he, yeah. Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa really got your goat there. He's got like a chiseled chin you can stroke with your finger. You're like, yep, yep, yep. This is my Oompa Loompa. I was like, ooh, I'll give him a wedgie any day. <laughs> you can call me Oompa Hoompa. <laughs> I just like that he was kind of shitty, I think. Like, he was like, <laughs> but he actually ended up like helping him out, you know, and they became buds or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, seven so for me, the. Songs are better than I expected. Chalamet, I, I feel like probably some other actors could have pulled it off a little, little bit better. But I like this like rhymy, sing-songy voice, and he was charming, and so was the movie. So, Greg, what about you? Uh, yeah, seven stabs as well for me. It, it, it just it was a nice time. Yeah, yeah. Um, some uh, sometimes feeling good is nice. <laughs> and Put I, that I on can... the box. That's nice. <laughs> we had to I do love that. 150 episodes to get here, but you know. yeah. Uh, oh, and, oh, I forgot. Yeah, this is episode 150. Oh my god! So Holy shit! That's pretty fun. We didn't even celebrate that because we're stuck in a well. Stuck in this well. An hour stuck on a video store, which I'm fine with. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Well, like, it has gotten better. We, yeah. We can pop a. Do they have? Do you remember at Blockbuster when they used to have the unpot bucket of popcorn that you could take home and microwave? Maybe they have one of those around here somewhere. Hmm. I'll go rooting around. There's got to be some food in here, Greg. If you can find another movie for us to watch, I would love that. Uh, yeah, I'll find one and I'll let you know. Um, go go hunting. All right, all right. Uh, I I had found uh, it's a newer movie. It's a Shutter original, which is weird that it's down here. Uh, called Destroy All Neighbors. Uh, now I watched it while you guys were looking for uh, popping corn ah, buckets. Well, um, I I found a I I found the bucket of popcorn, but I couldn't find a microwave, so I'm just chewing ooh. on that. the kernels kernels, and I'm not <laughs> enjoying it. So well, you know. 
you know what I would recommend is just suck the butter off the kernels. Oh, that's a much better uh, and, uh, idea. Spit them out. Yeah, what don't, problem don't isn't solved by sucking? So what is this movie? Uh, it's it's a Shutter original. Uh, goes by the name of Destroy All Neighbors. Hey, how's that band going? Uh, it's mainly me these days. Ah! I just want to finish my album. You have been trying to finish this album for three years. One, two, three. What is this? It's a progressive form of prog. I've been calling it uh, uh, prog squared. The only way I listen to your music is if you tied me up at gunpoint and you forced me to. And don't play it here again or you're fired. What's going on? I think we have a new neighbor. So just destroy all neighbors. Uh, came out this year, twenty twenty four. It it our, the IMDb synopsis says uh, struggling prog rock musician William Brown finds himself in a living nightmare when he accidentally kills Vlad, the neighborhood uh, the neighbor from hell. Um, this kind of connects to Freaked because it co stars Alex Winter hey, as yeah. Vlad. Really? Nice. Um, no shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In complete prosthetics where you can't even tell that it's Alex winter. Wow. Um, I like that. He's yeah. still being freaky after all these <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, our, our main star is Jonah Ray, who you would know from like the new mystery science theater and, and a ton of other stuff. But so, yeah, this was a, this was an interesting movie. Um, it, to me, it, it, it felt, until the deaths happened, it felt kind of like, what is, why do I, why am I watching this? I'm not that interested in this character, like the main character, but when the deaths happen and all the kind of like monsters happen, it started to feel like John dies at the end. Yeah. Um, which, oh, which cool. made me really, really happy where it's all just kind of like bizarre shit just happening. Um, and all this guy wants to do the main character. He just wants to like write a prog rock album, like the greatest prog rock album. And he, he, he has a problem finishing things. So I, I could relate to him where it's just like, well, I'll get to it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of dug it. Um, and it, it's definitely worth streaming on shutter if you have it. So. Um, I got I I wanted to get a finish before we talking about this, but I got distracted. I only got halfway through. So I'm going to be the Eric from the last episode. I got halfway through, but I really enjoyed the first half a lot. And I'm going to finish it tonight after we're, we're finished talking about this. Um, but you know what sold me on it, Greg, when you were texting us about like, oh, I want to talk about Destroy All Neighbors is I saw that John Daly's in this and John Daly's like my favorite. I love him. <laughs> uh, he plays Swig. Yeah, he so, plays the like bass guitarist who has like an instructional video. Yeah, that, mm. that William Brown is watching. Um, he, he's yeah, he, he's what made me want to pull a trigger. I did enjoy John dies at the end. I think the thing that annoys me about John dies at the end is the title. Um, because I was watching the entire movie with this title in my brain, and I didn't like that. I had to approach the film from that like postmodern kind of perspective. I just wanted to let it wash over me. Um, I think I like the energy in this movie better than that one. I think this, this is doing something similar, but better, which I dig. And also everybody can relate Hmm. to having a shitty ass neighbor that you want to to die. I get it. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that you want to fuck. 
<laughs> well, well, yeah. The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is apathy. Love and hate are kind of the same thing. Mm. We can all wrap our heads around that. That's true. Yeah, I have not seen this, and I am not watching it. <laughs> You're out. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's it's going up on my watch list for sure. So the the I have no, literally know nothing about it. I'm sorry, I haven't gotten a chance to dive into it but so is does the music play prominently into it because i'm assuming like the music's got to be yeah pretty kick-ass if it's all about prog rock and writing like a like a concept album or something well greg can you correct me if i'm wrong sure my my impression so far is that the music is it stands in for the character development for the main character mm-hmm. so it's it's so far it's it's been real like kind of rough and patchy and it's starting to come together and then after some bad shit starts happening the music starts kind of clicking into place and then that's kind of where i i stopped and i'm excited to see where it goes from there but mm. yeah am, am i wrong yeah. there yeah his progression of of writing and recording it it it's it makes sense at the end. Does it become you know? like a music um, a musical? No. Um, oh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I was hoping uh, so, uh, man. Am I, spoil- am I like accidentally spoiling it? Yeah. Yes and no. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Like I. I don't. It. It. It's, it doesn't become a musical, but um. You could say maybe it becomes like a music video. Okay. Interesting. So, um. But it gets the end of this movie is bonkers, and it's so. Uh, I wasn't sold on the movie until about halfway through, and then I was completely sold with the last twenty minutes. Yeah, I'll definitely check um, it out. Yeah, yeah it, it's worth watching. It's and Eric, I'm pretty sure you like John Dice at the, uh, at the end, right? I do, I do a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you, you'll dig this. Like a lot of the special effects. You remember the meat monster at the beginning of that movie? That's like yeah, made up of all the <laughs> frozen meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so like uh, it, a lot of it feels like that, like that scene. Huh. Um, so it, it's. It's definitely worth watching. Hour twenty five, easy watch. Um, you don't have to. You just shut your brain off and enjoy a, a, a gross, weird neighbor played by Alex Winter. Yeah, it, yeah, the it's makeup's cool. great. I kind of like that the Shutter originals are get are getting better because in the beginning I was like, "Oh, it's a Shutter original. It's not going to be. <laughs> I am not even going to bother. It's going to like barely above like a." asylum movie you know um <laughs> well but I, yeah I, I feel like because your last recommendation was a shutter original as well last week right so yeah um yeah i mean that's that that bodes well that they're picking like good stuff you know Dude, they they had one from 2020 called anything for jackson oh i saw that uh, shutter yeah absolutely blew me away yeah, i like that i saw that it was great yeah i loved that movie um i um and i'm pretty sure it was like um directed by or like produced by guys that do hallmark christmas movies no shit wow yeah amazing um, and yeah it was so so good um so I, I recommend that one as well for just talking shutter but great can i can i ask you a hypothetical to get to the core of uh this movie of destroy yeah. all neighbors okay i'm i am hereby um anointing you king of pennsylvania's pride and joy mahonig drive through and you get to program an evening and you have to play destroy all neighbors, but you have to pick two other movies to play with it. What are you picking? Oh man. Um, I mean, John dies at the end. It, it would go really, really well yeah, with that. And yeah. if I pick another movie, uh, this is going to be a, I don't know if I, 
All right. Yeah. Tenacious D in the pick of destiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah. Cause that's got the horror music yeah. theme going as well. Yeah. Scary rock. I'm trying to think, what was that one that you played at one of your horror thons about the metal band with the alien invasion? Metal band. Was it Black Roses? Or- oh. Was it Wild Zero? No, it it was, oh man, what was that called? It was, it was maybe like 2018 and it was a bunch of like, it was like a garage band that wants to play a show. Oh, Deathgasm. That's Deathgasm. Yeah, that was like, that was like demons and stuff, not aliens. Okay. Well, you know, what's the difference? They're all demons. Idiot. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think they're doing a second of that too. I I heard, yeah, I think they're, I think they're trying to like kickstart it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, It's funny you, you mentioned, um, aliens so i i also recently watched <laughs> did you see um, aliens <laughs> i watched the movie aliens <laughs> um no i i i've wanted to watch this movie for a while it came out last year it's called monsters of california um and i wanted to watch it mainly because it's written and directed by tom DeLong from blink 182 <laughs> <laughs> okay and it was not good hey, yeah i'm not it surprised was- <laughs> yeah the guy from blink 182 can't make a movie yeah the ideas in this movie were really cool. Like he's like uh, Tom DeLonge is obsessed with aliens and UFOs and like that world. Um, so I was like, the movie has a lot of really cool, interesting ideas. Um, you know how I've often will talk about how Bigfoot is an interdimensional, uh, interdimensional being. And he kind of comes and goes, this kind of posits that Bigfoot is a kind of a, he's, he's projected by aliens. Like we want, he, the aliens are making us kind of see uh, Bigfoot instead of something like other things, but the acting and the writing in this movie are abysmal. Um, at one point, the guy calls it like an, an adult, a boomer. Like it felt very, oof. I'm, I'm a cool punk guy yeah. kind of writing. And it, it, it was, it felt really off and it was like an hour and 50 minutes. It didn't need to be that long. I but, mean, shouldn't he um, be like 60 years old at this? Like he's probably past his prime. Blink I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah he, i mean they're probably mid 40s like i don't think they're that much older than i am yeah yeah nah, maybe they're in the 50s so you're saying if 50, we but, made a movie we would be lucky if it was on par with what they made like it felt amateurish yeah yeah and it had like it looked great like i i can't i'm not gonna say like the special effects and stuff looked bad like it, it looked like passion and love and money was put into it but um casper van dean was in it that's good, I guess. He's got money. <laughs> he, played, he played kind of the bad guy. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. So I don't, I can't recommend <laughs> Monsters of <laughs> California. Um, yeah, but that was, yeah, I'm trying to watch stuff now. So like we're, we're down here. We've got a, like a video store mm-hmm. with internet that we can only watch movies on. Um, yeah. I want to watch more. And it's, it's, I'm glad we're talking about more movies because I want, I want to watch movies all day every day and never go to work again and i'm <laughs> glad i'm stuck in the weld and so i can do that wait how, I, I can't stop talking about destroy all neighbors until i hear how many times you would stab it um i think i would are there boobies there's not but oh. I, would, I think i would give it six and a half stabs it, it's fun but it it didn't really it takes its time to get to a point and i don't think the acting overall was very good yeah i can um, see that but the special effects were were super super fun, and the last twenty minutes earns that that six and a half easy. Um, even if the rest of the movie's garbage, which it wasn't. Emily's really um, cute though. I liked Emily. 
Yeah. Is that the girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but six and a half for show to original, in my opinion, is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah. high praise. Yeah. No, right, so not, not as good as not as good either, as Wonka. So. The destroy our neighbors, not as good as Wonka. Oh my god. This, <laughs> why did you do this to me? <laughs> it's like whiplash. I almost gave one I don't I think I gave it a seven, right? I don't remember what I gave it. I almost gave it a nine. <laughs> I kicked the rat. Like I really enjoyed it. Um but yeah, destroy our neighbors. It, it it's fun. It's definitely worth a watch. I probably won't revisit it. Um but it it's definitely worth a watch for the practical practical effects alone. Um, okay, I I think this computer has Instagram on it. Greg, do you know how people could use Instagram to? Wait, could we use Instagram to get out of this fucking well? I I think Instagram is only used for promoting podcasts now and OnlyFans. Um, if, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Which we, if we can't get out of this well, we might have to start up. But <laughs> all right, um, I'll start getting yeah, my feet. <laughs> if uh, if you can hear us, uh, and and our uploads have gone through on this old Commodore sixty four. <laughs> um, if 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 you if you're hearing us, go to Instagram and follow us at StabbyPod S T A B B Y P O D. Um, because I I think we're gonna try to let you know every Wednesday still what we're gonna be talking about the next week. So, um, yeah, so check it out and and follow us and and um send help, send help as well, send help, send help. It's an emergency. And, yeah, and give us a call on our voicemail line, uh, nine four nine four Stabby, uh, and and tell us you're sending help or also recommend a movie that we can find down here at Mulman's movie hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So just, uh, yeah. Follow us and, and just please, we need love down. Send, send your love down the well. Yeah. That's from the Simpsons. Just let, let us know you're thinking of us. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm going to go find a door or something. There has to be some form of egress from this structure, right? There has to be some, there has to be, I don't know where the, no, that, ah man, I thought I could call out for a door. <laughs> I'm a fool. <laughs> Hello, door. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Guys, I knocked over all the shelves of VHS tapes. Man. Oh. Oh my god! I don't remember how they were organized. Is this by like genre? Probably alphabetical. Wait, alphabetical? I put my. I I would always categorize my movies by this, like distributor which is the dumbest way you could possibly do it I mean, that's yeah that is strange i yeah, i tend I to organize mine by the it is alphabetical but it's the last name of the first person that appears on screen <laughs> that checks out <laughs> yeah yeah i put mine by the timestamp of where nudity occurs so <laughs> oh. I'm always I'm I'm always looking at Eric's shelves like right at the beginning, wherever it pops up first. He he has a veiled corner of his collection where it's just all the films that don't have nudity. <laughs> there's just the, like a cloth covering them up because there's no order. It just says "Don't bother" on it. <laughs> yeah, the curtain of shame, <laughs> waiting for trash day. <laughs> it's all just kids' movies. When I die, these are the films. Tell my kids I saw. Stabby, stabby.